Hey, everybody, it's Roger. Before I get into my spiel here, I wanted to let you know this will be a two-part podcast for this week. That's right, folks. Two podcasts for the price of one. We had so much to talk about, I, I, it, it couldn't fit on one podcast. So today I'm going to talk about the USL matches this weekend, and we have an interview with Lori Scholl on part two, which I'm planning on dropping on Wednesday morning. I will have the interview with Carson Merck, and we'll talk Rio Grande Valley Toros, and then I'll give some updates from uh, some other soccer action that happened this weekend outside the USL. Good stuff this week, folks. I'm excited, and just uh, just want to let y'all know before I jump into this week's podcast. So enjoy. Hope you like it. It was opening weekend for the USL, and the roustabouts are elated. We'll walk through the big matches in the USL and detail the Roughnecks' big win in T-Town. Speaking of Tulsa's big win, I have someone who has field side view for every match. In-game photographer Lori Shaw will be on here to talk about her involvement with the Roughnecks, USL, and some community outreach that she's doing as well. We'll also preview Tulsa's Dex opponents, the RGV Toros. We'll get the lowdown from Carson Merck of Dynamo Theory to find out what all he thinks that this team for the 2017 season will be about. And also, folks, I have some big news. Do you want to be on my podcast? I'll have those juicy details coming up a little bit later. We'll also talk national team, MLS, NASL, Tulsa Athletic, and so much more. But first, we got to get to the center part of the home, get away from exterior walls, away from the windows, blankets, pillows, you know, because it's another time for the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast, folks. Oh, I've got a huge show for you. We're so much going on this weekend. USL, NASL, NPSL. I'm just kidding. Not NPSL, but uh, national team. Lots going on. We'll jump right into it. I do have that big announcement coming up at the end of this podcast about how you, that's right, you can be on my podcast and we can talk soccer together and pick some matches. How does that sound? I'll give you those juicy details coming up later. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but USL action on Saturday, lots of games going on. Um, you know, one of the big matches here in Tulsa was the Colorado Switchbacks coming into town. We'll detail that here just a little bit later, but I want to go through some of the other matches that were going on this weekend. And the first match to kick this whole weekend off was Louisville hosting St. Louis. And probably St. Louis, I, they, they were a pretty strong underdog in this match. Louisville was a team coming in, that perennial playoff team. St. Louis, uh, you know, had had some success in the preseason, but uh, really uh, dropped a lot of matches. You know, really, and then had that match right with that match with uh, um, Tulsa, lost three 0 at home. So it was kind of coming in with, uh, I guess, a little deflated. Um, momentum so to speak but it doesn't matter those games don't count this one does and this match if you're a st louis fan you have to be pretty happy it was a nil nil draw uh really and, and by the way these usl stats for a little stats junkie like me 
is awesome. Love it. You get possession. You get shots on you, anything you want. It's there. Heat maps. Holy cow. Only thing we don't have is player ratings, but that's a little bit of a subjective thing or objective, I guess. It's hard to be subjective in that. Anyway, I'm sure that those will come at some point. But for now, we have some good information and some awesome detail from this new stats that the USL has put together. So we'll, we'll jump into some of that. Really, this game was uh, dominated, or really possession-wise. Uh, Louisville had most of the possession, but not by much, 53 to 47 there on possession. Uh, the big thing for me, uh, that's the big telling thing for me, <laughs> was uh, Louisville had six shots on target. St. Louis had zero. So it's obvious to me that St. Louis kind of came in with a defensive mindset to withstand the pressure, withstand the the big uh, attacks that Louisville has to offer, and they were successful. Uh, you know, get get the nil-nil draw on the road, get the point, not a bad not a bad position to be in if you are St. Louis. And if you're Louisville, you're going to get some of those shots. Uh, you had more shots on target against a defensive mentality team. No reason to panic. You, that's not the result you want, but that's okay. You'll you'll have another game against them, and you know if you can get one of those goals, one of those shots go in, it'll be a big difference maker. Uh, another couple matches going on. L.A. Galaxy two with a big win over Vancouver at at L.A. We had a known goal in that match. Uh, uh, Devitt, he, I think he headed the ball back to the keeper. It got a little hot on him. It was a ball. It was a long ball played. Um, uh, uh, you know, it was just one of those kind of unfortunate incidents that just got a little hot on him, and and it went past the goalkeeper. It'll happen. It happens. Uh, Ethan Zubak was there causing problems too. So the goalkeeper's trying to keep him at bay. So I think he gets. I know he didn't get an assist on the play, but he he should. He should. I thought he actually scored on the goal, to be honest, when I was watching the the, the match live, but it, it was an own goal. But he did have a goal later on, Ethan Zubak, uh, in the 6th, 7th minute, to give the Galaxy a 2-0 win. Good stuff there. Uh, and, and Vancouver sent a bunch of their first-teamers down to that match in order to get some playing time since it was a international break weekend in the MLS. And there's only three matches in the MLS this weekend. Another team get a big surprise result. This is a big time surprise. Uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds at home against uh, New York Red Bull Two get the win. Okay, or I'm sorry, no, they got the. It was a draw. It was a draw. Three three was the final. So if you love goals, you're gonna love that match. Lots of goals, lots of action there. In fact, Corey Herzog he had a hat trick for Pittsburgh Riverhounds. And and actually, uh, in order to tie the match, in the 76th minute, Vincent uh, Bezicourt, he had a penalty kick go in for him to give the tie for the Red Bulls. I think that's exciting if you are a Pittsburgh Riverhounds fan. that's I, I, I thought that was going to be a win for Red Bull New York. So good stuff there for Pittsburgh. I know Mike Sparks... BGN, uh, he's going to be excited about that result. And I know some of the guys were talking on chat that, you know, they're more than happy with that result. So good stuff there in Pittsburgh. Maybe turn it around there. 
Uh, Richmond Kickers get a 1-0 victory over Harrisburg. Harrisburg actually had a penalty kick uh, deflected or blocked from uh, early, I guess it was in the first half. Um, their goalkeeper had made a Travis, uh, oh gosh, just slipped his name here. Uh, Travis uh, Wara had to stop the, the penalty kick there by, uh, by Wheeler. He had, had the chance to get the penalty there in the 13th minute. Was not to be had. And then Richmond kickers. Uh, get a goal in the early in the second half uh, by Connor Shanowski. He had the goal for Richmond. So that was one of the teams in my uh, fantasy team, So or my fantasy draft. So go kickers. All right, good stuff. Uh, a little bit of a mild upset here. Uh, actually, Mario came on and predicted this, so go, go Mario. Good job. Charleston Battery at home beating Cincinnati FC. 2-1. That is, a, like I said, a little bit of a mild upset. The Charleston Battery playoff team from last year. So it's, it's not like they're, you know, a bad team or anything. They, they can hold their own, and they did. So good good job there. I know the big the Battery supporters there will be excited and are excited for that result. Tampa Bay Rowdies, 1-0 over OC Blues. Or I'm sorry, not OC Blues. Wait, oh, oh it's uh, Orange. No, nope, not Orange County. Nope, mm-mm. Orlando City B. I always see that. I see OCB and I think Orange County Blues. I'm sorry. Yeah. Old habits die hard, folks. Uh, anyway, the Rowdies did get the victory there. 1-0 over their arch rivals in Orlando. Some more action around the region. This was a pretty big result and kind of shocked me. Uh, Swope Park 3-1 over Oklahoma City Energy. And I think this uh, caused a little bit of a spar between the rough, the roustabouts and the grid, if I'm not mistaken. I think there's some good Twitter banter going on about that result. You know, we'll kind of dig into the details here. Uh, this was an interesting, just getting into the stats on this match. Possession was dominated by Swope Park 60-40. 60% of possession was by Swope Park Rangers. That's huge, folks. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of time with the ball. Okay. Uh, a few other things to note uh, for this match was some of the attacking stats here. Uh, you know, uh, Oklahoma City Energy had 18 shots and six on target, whereas Swope Park Rangers had four on target. In nine total shots. And these stats can tell so much information. So that tells me Swope Park came in, wanted to hold possession, make calculated strikes, make calculated shots, maybe work the ball into the box. Let's see, they had seven shots inside the box. Oklahoma City had 10. But, you know, again, uh, out of nine total shots, seven were in the box. So that means that, to me, that Swilt Park wanted to work the ball into the box and get the shots, whereas Oklahoma City had 18 shots, 10 inside the box. That means eight outside the box. So they were more, let's shoot on site. Let's, let's try to get some points where we can, maybe catch the goalkeeper off target. But it wasn't the case. 
Uh, one tactic worked a little bit better there and was executed a little better by Swope Park. Uh, and actually, Cody Andrews had the first goal, and that was in the 24th minute for Oklahoma City Energy. And then Carlton Belmar, name that we are familiar with when, at his time at uh, Portland Timbers 2, 42nd minute, gets a goal. Uh, Latif Blessing, this is a guy that some of my Swope Park, or I'm sorry, the Sporting Kansas City uh, fans that I know and, and friends of mine were very excited about him as an upcoming prospect. And he came down, I believe, uh, in, in some of those uh, loan moves from Swope, from uh, Sporting Kansas City to Swope Park since Sporting did not play this weekend due to the international break. So you got to take advantage of that. A lot of teams took advantage of that this weekend, by the way. And then Daniel Shaloy uh, had a, the other goal with Christian Duke, former energy player, Christian Duke, with the assist. So, yeah, you saw that a lot this weekend. I think Vancouver, the Monarchs took advantage of that, getting some of their players from the parent team. Um, L.A. had a few. The Villarreal brothers were there. I think maybe um, – I don't know if both of them were, but I know I remember seeing – uh, at least one of the guys on the field. So I, I know some of these teams, this international break, get some of these younger players from the parent team into the squad to get some experience. So uh, so we could see some of that this weekend in some of these action. And then we had another game here in Reno opening up their stadium, or well, not their stadium, but opening up their USL debut. Uh, and it was a loss to the Orange County SC. OCSC came to town, took care of business. And a team that a lot of people feel is it got better in the offseason. Uh, talking about Orange County. Uh, Duke LaCroix with both goals with a brace. Had them both. Two goals for him. Uh, one in late, well, I guess they both. Well, one came 31st minute and, and then stoppage time of the first half. Both first half goals was enough there for Orange County. Uh, just a couple stats here. Possession, uh, it was pretty close, but uh, Orange County held it 52 to 48 there. Uh, you know, it's, um, it, it, you know, that was, I mean, that's not a huge disproportionate amount of time to hold the ball over another team. Some of the things that were of interest were, uh, the shots on goal here. So both teams had three shots on goal and 13 shots by uh, Reno to 11 by Orange County. So it was a pretty defensive match, defensive-minded match here. I, I mean, not a lot of opportunities there for uh, either team to score a lot of goals. But, you know, all you got to do is have one shot on goal and it, one go in. That's all you need. So Orange County got it done 2-0. On the road, good victory for Orange County. An interesting match here, Phoenix Rising. Okay, got to host Toronto FC2. Uh, a lot of people are high on uh, Phoenix Rising. There's also a rumor that Didier Drogba may be coming to Phoenix. So you got Sean Wright Phillips, Omar Bravo, maybe, maybe Didier Drogba? Ooh, that's going to sell some tickets, folks, if he comes. I'm just to let you know. But he wasn't here for this game. Toronto FC, two got the victory. And I don't think these two teams would ever play each other. 
I don't know if that maybe Toronto was wanting to go somewhere warm to play a game. Saw Phoenix was a good opportunity to do that. I'm not quite sure. That's an interesting. I'm just kind of interested to know how that match came about. Anyway, uh, Ryan Ryan Telfer with the goal, and it was zero to one, Toronto FC on the victory. All right, let's take a look at some of these stats here, uh, just to break it down, see what happened here. It looks like a possession was it's a fifty-one to forty-nine for Toronto FC two. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, shots. Actually, Phoenix had more shots, total shots, uh, 14 to 7. And had only two on target and two on target with Toronto FC 2. So another kind of a, you know, kind of a slugfest here. Just two defensive-minded teams going at each other. Like I said earlier, all you need is one shot on goal to go in. That's all you need. So that was a... Good win there for Toronto FC2 to start their campaign. And, yeah, just kind of a, you know, probably not a lot of action in that match. It was only four total shots on goal the whole game. So could have easily ended in a nil-nil draw for sure. And that will we'll talk about the next, the other match that happened this weekend. Uh, Portland Timbers 2 hosting Salt Lake City. Monarchs or the Real Monarchs of Salt Lake City. I think that's the official name. Anyway, it was a uh, victory for the Monarchs, 2-1 over the Timbers. And a lot of people had the Timbers picked in this match to win. You know, last week I talked about it. I was very high on the Monarchs. I think this is a good team. And you heard also Roland Vargas. He said, you know, that's a team I think is going to surprise some folks this year. So good stuff there. It looks like the possession was dominated, not really dominated, but Timbers 2 had the most possession, 53-47. Oh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, on the attacking side, we had 17 total shots by the Monarchs. Wow. Eight for Timbers 2. Two, two, holes shot, two total shots on goal for Timbers 2, whereas the Monarchs had nine Nine, that's pretty pretty incredible. Twelve were inside the box. Holy cow. So that's a lot of work you've got to do if you're the goalkeeper for uh, Timbers 2. Uh, James Moberg and Nick Bessler. Nick Bessler, who played for Timbers at one point. Now he is at the Monarchs, scoring for the Monarchs. And uh, Augustine Williams had the goal for the Timbers 2. I'm just looking on here who's, who played for the game for both teams. Yeah, you had <clears> – <throat> yeah, it's uh, – I know there was some few folks that came down for the the parent club for the Monarchs. But, yeah, it was uh, – I mean, it looked like they pretty much kind of dominated that match. That many shots on goal, that's, that's really good. So, Real Monarchs, folks, you're on notice – they're not, they're not a team you can overlook anymore in the USL. All right, folks, I have a great guest in studio. This is the first guest I've ever had in studio. Congratulations, Lori. Yay, thank you. I'm <laughs> excited. Have, yeah, yeah, first time. Uh, Lori Schull here is she is the photographer for uh, now USL, uh, Tulsa Roughnecks. I know you do some freelance as well uh, and also a huge soccer fan, yeah. right? Yeah. Lori, how's it going today? Oh, 
you know what? I think we are all doing really well after last night's win. Felt good to wake up after that game. Yeah. It was nice. I, I bet some of those Rastabouts uh, were waking up a little bit with the <laughs> headache, but uh, uh, you know I, that's good. It's uh, you know it was exciting to see that big result last night, and you know we'll we'll talk about that first the match, yeah. and I know I, I'll, I'll talk a little bit on this podcast about it later. But how well how did it look from your angle? Um, you know it's funny I don't get to see a lot. Okay, let me back up. After I uh, shoot, I always go home and rewatch the game because through my perspective of trying mm-hmm. to track the ball, I don't get to see a lot of the peripheral vision of what's going on. Sure, yeah. So uh, my focus is mainly on the photography side. And then right. when I go home, I analyze the game in a whole as a spectator or, you know, right. watching it. It looked great. That team looked so good. I was mm-hmm. so proud. And when I woke up, I was going through my Twitter feed and uh, the Rastafouts had tweeted at some point last night, is this real life? Yeah. You know, we... <laughs> I think that might have been me, too. I think I was... <laughs> you know, it, you know, and I identified with it, and I laughed, and I loved it. And it just was like, yes, it was such a great feeling after coming off a season that, you know, was last season. Mm-hmm. It felt wonderful, and it was a great start to the game. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, and, you know, it's, uh, it's always interesting because you're kind of like me uh you know we we both have kind of jobs in well not really a job but it's you know it's we have something we're trying to accomplish yeah. during the game you know yeah. i'm i'm looking I'm, I'm trying to look at the whole field and, and see players moving around and uh-huh. <clears throat> sometimes you know you get lost in some of this you know you, you kind of get lost in the trees because you're tired you're trying to take pictures exactly you've got you've got that task ahead of you my eyes are on that ball that, right. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're like, you, you, sometimes you're trying to figure in, you know, especially from where we're sitting at, it's hard to see balls on the other end field. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's, who just had the assist there. You're over here. I'm over here asking questions. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. We both have to, and I do as well. I have to go back and look at the game to actually really know what the heck happened. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. But from one of the things I, you know, you and I were talking beforehand, one of the things that you really enjoy about your, your, your gig here is, getting to know some of the players, getting to know those family members that are across the country or around the world, right? Absolutely. Um, You know, you spend a whole season with these people that you're Mm -hmm. working with, and I get attached to them. I I feel like they're my family. And, um, you know, when one season ends, and, you know, especially at this time of year, we're seeing player signings and we're seeing, like, our our former teammates, Mm -hmm. um, they're signing with new teams. You know, I'm I'm so sad. I get attached to them. I, I'm sad to see them go, but I'm happy to see them go when they're on, uh, go on to their new clubs sure. and, and find success. And I I uh, keep track of them through social media and sure. interact with them and, and cheer them on. So I hope that they know that that we still care about them and we still right. want them to do great things and we still kind of follow them. We'll give them a little trouble if we play against them. Oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try to try to be a little nice, but no, yeah. I I. I really love seeing our old old uh, players come and play against us. Like when Chad mm-hmm. Vaughn comes, you know, sure. or, or Zach Lee, but I always will bug them with selfies. I'm like, I need a picture because, yeah. you know, it's just like seeing your old family. And right, right. So this is a new team, and I'm getting to know these uh, guys here, and I'm, I'm sure through the end of the season we're just going to be able to get a grasp of who they are and mm-hmm. and, and bond with them and um, – it's going to be a good a good season. Yeah, we've got some great guys on our team. So. Right. Yeah. And now yeah. you. So now you've you were last year just doing pictures and photography mm-hmm. for the Roughnecks. Now you are 
submitting those to the USL, correct? Is that right? Right. I'm, I'm kind of on the USL side. Um, so I've got a little bit more um, different angle and, and responsibility sure, that I'm thinking sure. about on that field. I, and I pretty much get in a zone when I'm on the field. I block everything out. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I'm more focused and, well, I'm always focused, but I'm a little bit more business-like and, and really trying to watch watch that uh, quota of, of good shots I can get. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's <laughs> always... That's always a, a thing you're thinking, please let me do a good job tonight. Yeah, he just wants to like, picture somebody picking their nose or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is kind of fun sometimes when I'm going through my stuff and looking at it. You know, you catch interesting moments, and, and uh, I always refer to my archives as the vault, I have a lot of photos from the last few seasons, and sometimes when people will contact me to run a story or, or look for the a photo, I'll be like, "Well, let me open my vault. I've got a lot of stuff in there." Sure. So, and it's it's fun to look and interesting. Sometimes you go, "Oh my gosh!" You know, I'm not going to publish that, but <laughs> yeah. somebody's like, uh, "I yeah. can imagine some of the embarrassing photos." I've somebody's... got some incriminating stuff on people. <laughs> oh gosh, and probably that's all you roused about. It is. It is. You guys. But... <laughs> You better be nice to Lori, all right? <laughs> no, that vault will stay closed for the Rostabouts. I'm okay. not, not divulging any of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's yeah, good. We're 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 tight knit. And then something you you know something well a lot of supporters, you know they they pour their heart and soul mm-hmm. into a team, and it's not just hey they show up on Saturdays or whatever to, right. to root for the team and then they go home and don't think anything about it. A lot of these folks spend countless hours. Yeah. Uh, and you are now on the Rastabout uh, board, mm-hmm. and it's almost like your your day job gets in the way of your, you know, oh this this uh, what you've got going now. I yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, a lot of people that maybe listen to podcasts thinking, you know, what are supporters? Oh, those people just make mm-hmm. a bunch of noise. No, no, no. There's you. You're now involved in community outreach. Mm-hmm. You're trying. You know, uh, Josh Fior now is the Rastabout's president, and he's a very active. President yes. and he's getting a lot of things done. Getting, I mean, you know, this just you know spo- sponsorships or, or whatever. Yeah. Talk a little bit about some of those things that people don't see that supporter groups are doing behind scenes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I feel like I see two sides of things. I mm-hmm. I definitely have my roughneck side of I'm working on the photography side mm-hmm. and the outreach, and I'll get to that in a second. But my rust about. I'm I'm a Rostabout, and I'm on the board, and I am so proud to be a part. I refer to you guys as my family. Sure. And I've also we're, we're called, kind of the, we're kind of the the redhead stepchildren <laughs> sometimes. But well, <laughs> I've always said we're kind of like a pack of strays because when you mm-hmm. think about it, I don't know if all of our paths would have crossed without the soccer team. Sure. But this soccer team has brought us together. We're all different ages from different. I mean, we're all different, eclectic, and. What bonds us is we have a passion for soccer, but more importantly, I mean, this group digs in and gives 100%. I mean, we I don't know if people realize how much work everyone, I mean, we all kind of have different roles, right? but we spend time, we're, it, you know, taking time away from our families or from our free time of our real jobs during right. the day. But to do this, um, there's a lot, of, a lot of work. And you mentioned Josh, our president, he's doing an amazing job. Sure. He he never stops and his dedication to this group is just amazing. And I'm proud to be on that board and serve under him. This, this is a great supporters group. We have done everything and we'll do everything we can to support this team. His speech the other night at the meet and greet Mm -hmm. was absolutely perfect. I mean, this is our team. We're your supporters group. We're going to do everything you need from us to, to make sure this is 
a good season and you know, we're, we'll roll up our sleeves and do it. I don't know what other supporter groups are like because this is the only one in Tulsa that I've I've worked with, but I, I just can't imagine anything better. I yeah. mean, we put our, put our heart and soul into that. So it makes you proud. Yeah, yeah, and I know, you know, uh, Armory, I know they do quite a bit mm-hmm. there, and they're, yeah. they're involved yeah. with uh, some community outreach as well. Absolutely, with, uh, with and that, some get, I love getting, that. Yeah, and getting, you know, the thing mm-hmm. I think we ultimately all, all of us, you know, you do your photography. I'm mm-hmm. doing my podcast. The ultimate goal here is to grow this game and to get more people involved. And, and I said, you know, something I've said in the past, I said, if we're not giving back some way right. and reaching, you know, getting some of these kids involved uh, yes. that don't have other options that, you know, that this sport could actually be something that they could do professionally at some mm-hmm. point or go through collegiately or collegiately. I don't know if that's, is that right word? Anyway, <laughs> collegiate anyway so uh yeah and i think you're starting to see that with some of these supporter groups i know yeah. the grid they do uh, you know they have a, a program with kids uh, i know uh, the rousebouts are getting involved and mm-hmm. uh, armory has a, a program that they're doing with kids so i think i think that's 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 the next step in all this right it's just to get back and and all use this use this passion to do something good right absolutely i love that you brought up the armory um I have heard about their community outreach, and I mm-hmm. love that. And I tend to I, – I don't look at Tulsa soccer as one team versus another. Right. I, I respect Sonny D'Alessandro. He has done a lot and put a hard work. I have nothing but but respect for him. And I love that the Armory is doing that. I mm-hmm. just genuinely feel like as a human being, our job is to give back to the world and, and sure. make a, a good place. When I leave this earth, I, I want people to – Think of me as someone who was kind and did did good things and made a positive contributed sure. contribution. Sorry, and so when I see other people that think that way, that do that and make a priority to give back, mm-hmm. that's the kind of people I want to surround myself with. Sure. It just feels like you're adding meaning to your life. Mm-hmm. So for our, you know, it may just sound like a just a supporters group, but when we come together and do things for our community. That means a lot, and I love that right. they're doing that. And I would love for us to just—we're citizens of of Tulsa, doing something for our city. Mm-hmm. And you're right; like our our rivals <laughs> in Oklahoma City and other supporters groups, they do the same thing. So I, I sure. love to hear when when they do that. It makes me proud. Yeah, yeah. Well said. No, that's that's. I think that's uh, that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well I mean, said. And then on game day, you know, we're going to talk some shit. And give them <laughs> we're going to get after but them, when, right? But when it really gets down to it, we're people and we're all passionate about the same thing, soccer. And, sure. and when you're doing something good for the world, that's amazing. That's that's what I want to do. And speaking of part of the community outreach that you're doing mm-hmm. right now is to, you know, one of the things I alluded to earlier is to is get involved in some of these communities and, and yeah. to uh, somehow, you know, use leverage soccer to you know, to give back in these communities. And I know you've doing a lot of research or not research, well, research probably too, uh, but uh, you're doing community outreach. Talk a little bit about that uh, with the Roughnecks that you're working on. Okay. Well, this is a new role for me this year and our new coach, David Vaudreau, this is, this is a passion of his to do that community outreach. And I had um, said that I would love to help and be involved in that. So I'm kind of learning as I go on, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm helping in ways of we have a lot of youth organizations here in Tulsa and really not just the youth organizations, but any kind of event trying to get our team linked with, with 
the, the tournaments and the, the soccer clubs, one, to grow our exposure and just to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. But um, Coach also loves the idea of clinics and, and working with kids. And so my role is to kind of reach out, arrange these, uh, these events and, mm-hmm. and communicate and pass that on and hopefully set things up. And April looks to be pretty busy because we've got a, right. a lot of cups and tournaments are coming up. So I've oh, got... Sure. Right now, I've got a whole bunch of emails and calls to make today. And, you know, you mentioned our day job. Mm -hmm. I usually, on my lunch hours on my day job, I'm in HR in in the day. And and then on my lunch, I'm looking at soccer stuff and emails. And at night, I'm trying to think about my my photography and editing. So Sure, um, yeah. It it is kind of almost like a second job in a way. Right. But it, it makes me happy and... Um, you know, there's, I've met so many great people and made so many wonderful contacts. And we were talking earlier about how the USL is such a small group. Yeah. Um, I've, I've really loved working with like, uh, SB nation, like Kyle Kepner and Chad mm-hmm. Hollingsworth. Uh, I think he does scratching the pitch, mm-hmm. Carson Merck. And, and I've gotten to know Phil grooms with the St. Louis report. These are great people. And when they contact me and they want to do a story and ask for a photo, um, they've been very appreciative of my work and very complimentary and it means so much. And I love that they have supported me. I want to support them. And, um, I kind of got off on the photography thing, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm juggling all sorts of stuff. No, it's okay. It's Um, okay. Yeah. The, the outreach is new, but I'm really kind of enjoying it. And, um, we'll, we'll hopefully get some great events. And I love, I love working with kids too. Sure. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. So that's, that's what that is. Well, cool. Well, do you want to, at this point, mm-hmm. uh, I always like to get my guests on, and, and and my favorite thing to do is to humble them in some way. Oh, goodness. So we're going to pick some ma- soccer matches. How does okay, that sound? let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's do let's it. Let's stay in the Western League, and I, we'll, we'll see. You know what? I was, I was, the I know, Western I'm, Conference. I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Oh, God, okay. We're going to do a little national team. Uh, we can yeah. do national team, right? Okay, yeah. yeah you know national I'm an team. Al- American outlaw. Yeah, yeah, you can do this. This is easy, <laughs> right? Easy, easy peasy. All right, so we're going to – let's 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 do that. Let's do some CONCACAF. Okay. And then I have How'd like, you like that win the other night? Oh, that was pretty nice, That was wasn't really it? nice. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't with my outlaws to watch that. Yeah. I hated that. I, I was preparing for the game. Yeah, yeah. I think we all kind of wore <laughs> – we were all getting our – a good night's rest. Did getting... any of us sleep last week? I don't nah, think we don't did. Think so. no. no, I was up to about two, just like. My software on my computer was like failing. So I was having <laughs> a major panic attack for two days leading up to the game. So I'm sure I looked pretty rough on the field. It, it, it was wearing on me. <laughs> no, nah, don't worry. All right. So we've got three matches in CONCACAF. Okay. All right. We'll do the other two as well. All right. Honduras hosting Costa Rica. Who you got? Mm, Costa Rica. Costa Rica, they're pretty tough. They're going to bounce back from that Mexico loss. Yeah. I, I I agree with that. I'll probably go. I'll go. Uh, that's a, probably a two-one or a three-one Costa Rica uh, from. That's going to be my guess. Yeah. Uh, Trinidad Tobago hosting Mexico. So uh, El Trey on the road at Trinidad Tobago. Who you got? Mexico. Yeah, that's going to be. A, uh, yeah. Uh, Chicharito had a good I, game the other night. I love him. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's good. He's got. I, I wish he still. I, I don't know about the shaved hair look, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's gonna score goals. Well, so. you know, he's in Bundesliga, and I'm a yep. Bundesliga fan, so uh, I will always root for him. <laughs> All right, maybe okay. just not against us, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. You're like, well, maybe That's a little true. bit, but not a lot. Always on the American <laughs> side, but you know. Yeah, I think Mexico wins that match as well. Uh, just too much, too much talent on the Mexican yeah, side. I yeah. think. 
uh, thing to get into. If Trinidad and Tobago can get a draw, that would be a really good result for them. I think we're pretty secure in saying Mexico has got that. <laughs> I think so. Well, what about the United States at Panama? Mm. Panama coming off of a actually a little bit of a surprise loss at Trinidad Tobago. Yeah. Who you got in this one? I'm going to go with the United States because I'm still on the high of that win the other night. Yeah. It was so nice, and let's yep. keep it rolling. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, Dempsey can get a hat trick. I know we've had some success in Panama. It's one of the very few places we've had success right, at. Right. You know, usually we get down to these Central American countries, and we mm-hmm. seems like we we just lose our head. We can't figure out we don't how to play soccer. We don't have the home field advantage of that, well, do we? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got security guards with AK-47s. Yeah, yeah it's a little bit It rattles them a little bit, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, think, I think we've got that one okay. All right, well, let me switch gears here now. All right. We will talk uh, next week's matches in the USL. Okay. We have the Swope Park Rangers hosting the Portland Timbers 2. Portland Timbers 2 losing oh, to uh, the Monarchs of all teams and the team that I've been pretty high on, the Monarchs. Yeah. Swope Park, big win against Oklahoma City. Who you got in this one? Okay, this is a tough one because I actually like these two teams mm. a lot. I'm probably going to go with the Timbers. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can okay, go either way. Okay, that'd be a little I, bit of a yeah, surprise win there. But yeah. I, I do like both of those teams. Okay, all right, that's okay. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Rangers. I think they're going to be a little bit too much for the uh, – I, I know a lot of these teams got some players coming mm-hmm. in due to the international yeah. window. So who knows who will be there playing for Swope Park. I mean, it could be anybody uh, outside of national team players, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's just that's going to be a toss-up. As far, as far as who's going to be there for the match, but I think uh, I think Swope Park will get that one okay. and a win. I'm going to write this down. We're going <laughs> to talk after these games. Yeah, he's like Rogers. <laughs> I got some wrong last week. Oof, I got some big time. I'm wrong sure ones. I'll get mine. Uh, too. Orlando City B hosting Louisville City. Mm. Or, both teams didn't score goals in their first matches. Uh, Orlando City at home against Louisville. Who do you think's winning that? I one? have to be honest. I'm. Probably less familiar with both of these teams. I'm going to go with Louisville, though. Yeah, sure. Um, Why not? Yeah. That's just a stab in the dark, though. So if I get that right, it's pure luck. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with the draw. They're, no, yeah. no, nobody's going to score. <laughs> It's going to be all draws all the time. Uh, well, here, here's, I'm sure you probably know so much about Bethlehem Steel FC. Uh. They're, <laughs> uh, they're playing Rochester on, I guess, let's see. Let's, uh, this is on the first. This is on Saturday. Oh, let's, I'm just going to throw out Rochester. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I think go so. That. Yeah, we'll do that. That sounds good. I'll go with, um, uh, let's see here. Um, I'll, I'll say... Uh, it's going to be a one-one draw. How about that? Okay. Should I be giving you scores? No, you don't I've, have to I've give just me been scores. giving. Nah. Okay. Nah, you don't have to give me a score. I don't know. I'm I'm going to quit giving scores too. I'm just going <laughs> to say it's a draw. Uh, Red Bull New York two home against Richmond Kickers. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say Red Bull two because our beloved David Abador just uh, went with them, and I'd like to see him have a win. He's he's with them now, or isn't he? Yeah, I think. Sounds good. <laughs> we might need to do some fat checking, uh, fat checking after that. Uh, yeah, we'll just, I'm, we'll just I'm pretty sure it. I saw that David Abadour signed with uh, the Red Bulls. And, okay. Um, you know what? All my past uh, – I don't know if any of our past team players still listen to our stuff, but if they do, I still follow you, and I'm going to root for you, and I adore David. So, yeah, he's yeah, a good I'd dude. Like to, I'd like to see David get a win. So okay. I'm going to say their team. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I think <laughs> uh, I think the Red Bull, they, they make that – Mm-hmm. You know, they had that draw the other day against uh, um, 
Pittsburgh, which was a surprise result, but I think they're going to bounce back and probably and get that win as well. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds hosting FC Cincinnati. FC mm-hmm. Cincinnati lost their first match at Charleston. Uh, and again, like I said, Pittsburgh went toe to toe with the Red Bulls and went actually scored three goals against them. Wow. Would you care to gander at this <laughs> one? Take a guess. This one, I don't know. Let's say draw. Just draw. On this. Just do Let's a draw. draw that sounds yeah. good. I think uh, for me, I'm going to go with uh, FC Cincinnati on the rebound here. You're to probably get, right. Uh, uh, I th- thought they're going to win at Charleston too, and they didn't. <laughs> uh, what do I know? Uh, Real Monarchs uh, hosting uh, the Phoenix Rising. Phoenix will Didier, is on fire. Will yeah. Didier Drogba be there? We don't know. Who knows? That would be fun if he was in the league. He'd mm-hmm. actually play at One Oak since it's not a turf field. Oh, yeah. Just, just throwing it out there. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I kind of have a fondness for both of these teams. Okay. So sometimes it's like picking your favorite child, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> or it's like which illegitimate child? Well, I know. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd be happy with either result with this team, okay. either one winning. All right, just want to do a draw I, for different reasons. Let's do a draw. We'll yeah. do a draw. That sounds good. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with the Monarchs taking this one in uh, Salt Lake. I think they're just. I'm I'm pretty high on them this year, mm-hmm. so that means they'll probably bomb out. <laughs> That's how my predictions no. work. Uh, Charlotte Independence hosting Charleston Battery. Want to take a guess at this one? I don't know either one of those. So That's okay. let's do a draw. Let's do a draw. <laughs> if I don't know, they're just going to play gonna to a draw. That's going to be my default. That's fine. Uh, I, I, like, um, I think Charlotte will get the win here at home against Charleston Battery. Uh, I think it'll be a good game. That always seems to be a good rivalry there. It's always good to have those rivalries. Yeah. Get, get, yeah. Get somebody close by, it's, it's you know, it's, yeah, it's it adds to, to it. Get those jabs in. Well, Tampa Bay Rowdies hosting Toronto FC2. Uh, mm. Both teams won this week, 1-0. Yeah, I saw um, that. Toronto uh, winning at Phoenix Rising because that's a regional rivalry, right? Right. I'm going to go with the Rowdies. All right. Let's let's go with that. <clears throat> All right. Joe Cole and company going to go with mm-hmm. those guys. I think uh, I like the Rowdies in yeah. this one as well. And then how about switchbacks hosting the energy? What do you think? Mm. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm going to root for the switchbacks. Oh, of course, right? <laughs> do you think you'll get the bounce back here? Yeah, I'd like to see that. Uh, I'd like to see them win. Okay. That's that's. That's what I'd like. Well, that that would put some pressure on Oklahoma City Energy to come out losing the first two matches, wouldn't oh, it? And anytime we can put pressure on them, I'm up for it. So, well, help might have. I, I think uh, I don't think switchbacks are as bad as the scoreline showed the other night. Uh, I think this thing has a draw written on it for me. I'm going to okay. go with a draw. I think. Yeah, I'd like to see win, but <clears throat> I, I think want that wrench. Yes. Well, <laughs> there's a little bit of. It's like, it's hard to be have perspective when dealing with that team that's that's okay that's all right so that's what rivalries are for right <laughs> uh tulsa rough next uh, we'll, we'll get to that one we'll, mm-hmm. we'll do that one last uh st louis hosting ottawa who you got oh i love st louis there i mean yes there are our rival team in the league but they are yeah. so luligans are good peeps aren't i they? love the luligans mm-hmm. i they are so nice and even just the people the, i was just saying the other day the people in the press box at st louis they're so nice i mm-hmm. i love that club i always love going up there I'm always for St. Louis. You just just go ahead and pick them. I'm just yeah. They are right. That sounds yeah. good. They're 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 all right in my book. Yeah, I th- I'm gonna go with Ottawa winning this, and no. I'm gonna say that I know oh. I, Roger. Why? Why Roger? I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I've got to be the jerk here. Yeah. <laughs> bad news. 
uh, San Antonio FC hosting LA Galaxy. We're recording mm. on Sunday. That game hasn't happened yet mm-hmm. with the Toro, so we really don't we know. We don't know how that's going to shake out. Um, Galaxy looks good. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm. What do you think? That's a hard one, mm. and not knowing how today's going to go. I don't know. Ish. A draw. Yeah, let's do draw because <laughs> that, yeah. All right. I so, need more information for that one. Fair yeah. enough. I think uh, boys thing does look like a draw to me too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Galaxy getting the nod there because I think they are pretty good It this wouldn't year. be surprising if they got it. Yeah. 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 Reno hosting Vancouver Whitecaps, both teams uh, losing this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vancouver losing 2-0 to the um, Galaxy. And Reno losing same score line Aww. to a team in Orange County. You know, Matt LaGrosse went to Reno. So yeah, that is correct. Rooting yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go for Reno. I, okay. That's a good, I like that team. <clears throat> yeah. I, this this looks like to me Reno mm-hmm. wins as well. I'll agree with you there. I think that's a get a little bounce back, learn from their mistakes yeah. in the first match and see if they can get a win there. And, of course, who knows, Vancouver Whitecaps, you know, if they take advantage of – this uh, uh, international break that they can get some players there. So it's always kind of a question mark with these two teams who they bring down for those matches. Yeah. So all things being equal, I think Reno would be the favorite there. I agree. Let's put that one down. Yeah. That. Uh, Sacramento Republic hosting Orange County. That's going to be a good game. Oh, that really will be a good mm. I'm that might go, be the That might hmm. be the – besides our match. I would like to go to that game. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sacramento I'm going to put. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a revenge match for Sacramento for the playoffs. You know, they, they mm-hmm. beat the Orange County in the or I'm sorry, Orange County beat them at Sacramento in the playoffs, which was one of the biggest upsets, I think, all year. Yeah, that'd be a good game. To uh yeah, I think I think Sacramento. Uh they haven't played yet. They're playing today, but you know, so they're a little bit of an unknown at this point. Mm-hmm. But you know, we know Sacramento can put some points on the board yeah. for sure. I think I think that they win this match as well. Yeah. So yeah, we'll go with that. And then I'll do one. We'll do one more before the Tulsa match. Okay. okay. Seattle Sounders 2 against Portland Timbers 2. Little mm. uh, Cascadia yeah. 2 action. What and do you Sammy's think? Sammy's on South. I'm like. No, Sammy, oh, Sammy's at Sacramento now. Is that what Did you said? I thought, oh. It, right. it, it, okay. Yeah, he does well against Seattle. I think that's I where, think yes, yes, he does very. He used to play Edit Seattle. all that out. That's all right. Uh, let's see. Seattle Sounders against Timbers. Who do I think? Dang. And of course, Seattle hasn't played yet, so we don't know what. You know, this is funny because this is my MLS. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking Dempsey and. Maggie. I know. I'm. I'm like. This is what I see. In the, yeah. Um, you just pick the best. Let's go with Seattle Sounders. I okay. guess. Yeah. Playing a home match. I, I like that too. I think. I like to see teams win their home matches. <laughs> I always, you know, like that for them. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's talk about the Roughnecks and Rio Grande Valley. FC obviously Rio Grande Valley has not played right by uh, this time, so a little bit of an unknown quality there. We don't know what quantity. we're dealing with. You know, I have, I am just so fully optimistic and. I want to hear the biggest homer like score yeah. line. That's that's why we have. Yeah. Mario gave me what I thought was like a. I was like three nil, roughnecks. Okay, well, that's 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 the kind mm-hmm. of that's the score lines I want to hear. Okay, and so then let's to see actually four one. I was like, oh, it's gonna be. Let's say 3-1 our favor. All right. That's, that's what I'm going to put down, 3-1. Three, 3-1. One. Three, one. Now, if I win this, 
We're gonna have a drink at the bar after the game. Okay, I'm, I'm in. We yes. probably will have a drink at the bar after the game. Anyway. <laughs> Win or lose, <laughs> even if it's not right, let's have a drink at the bar. I gotta after get the my game. photos in first, and and then I'll we'll have some drinks. Um, yeah, I you know, and I like I like the uh, team we're playing. So. Um, and Carson Burke, I usually yep. deal with him when they come in. Uh, in Shameless plug, he'll be on the episode here a little bit later. Will he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Carson's a great on. guy. And yeah, he, he, he runs my photos with this stuff. So, Carson, you know how to find me. <laughs> 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 I'll get you a good photo. But, um, no, I I like that team. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's certain teams that you you kind of have a fondness for and enjoy seeing, and it's, it's it, that'll be a good game. I obviously have to root for my home team. And I'm sure. not just saying that just because it's my home team. It's just based on what I'm seeing. I really believe we have a quality team this year. And, sure. um, <clears throat> yeah, I just I have a lot of confidence in these guys, and I think we can handle it. I think it's going to be good. All right. Well, good. That's a good score. I, again, I don't. I'll, I'll I won't give a score for that game since oh, I'll be covered. On. I know, I know. <laughs> come on, Roj. I'm gonna so. have to go home and write this down. Remind me so we can compare okay. the scores. <laughs> and if it's real bad, don't remind me. <laughs> As I said, if you get if you get the scores right, you get to come back. How'd next Mario do on his? Uh, I know we both got the uh, New York. I haven't gone back to go over the tape, but I know we got the uh, Pittsburgh game wrong because it was uh, a draw, and we both picked uh, the Red Bulls to win. Well, sometimes so, you get those curveballs, you know. Yeah, and I think I think he even predicted Oklahoma City to win as well. Mm. So yeah, I don't think he got all of them right, but he predicted the Charleston Battery game. So hey, that was that was. Good. I think he even got the right score, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Oh so, my gosh, go Mario! Yeah, yeah, he's he knows his stuff. He knows what's <laughs> up. So okay, cool. Well, we'll we're gonna hold you to those picks, okay. and it's gonna be so strict, and we're gonna like put yeah. it on put it on MySpace and Absol- Twitter. It'll be good. <laughs> Is anyone on MySpace anymore? <laughs> oh my gosh, I think I have a MySpace account. I should probably I'm pretty sure I was like single and 20 mid 20s, yeah. Thinking? Yeah, oh my god. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's like who's this like Roger? He's he's a he's an interesting guy. In 2006, I was a very interesting guy. Okay, anyway. That was revolutionary for our time. I know. It was. Yeah. Well, Lori, Awesome to have you on the show. Thank you appreciate so much. Your, appreciate everything it. you do and love seeing you out in the field. And, uh, you know, we'll hopefully get some warmer weather. Yeah. This is going to cool the other night. It, you know, I, I just, I have to say, I, I truly, truly love being on that field. There's something mm. about it. I don't know if it's the adrenaline. It's, I love my photography so much. It's my passion and my outlet. Sure. It's my stress reliever. Mm. And it's, I just lose myself into it. So I, I just truly feel like it's a privilege to be on that field and and with this team and I value that and I love it. So I hope I hope my work shows that and I hope oh, yeah. I always give I will always try to give 100% but um I yeah, I love being out there. So I and I'm glad to be out here and, and talking and I'm proud of you for your your show and thank you. support you so Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. I hope I didn't bore everybody. No, today. <laughs> no, no. We're I, I do plenty of that on my own. So hearing somebody else, it's not really that exciting. <laughs> well, no, no, no. We're, you're you're perfectly fine, and and thank you again so thank much for coming on. And I'm sure we'll have you on here sometime in the future. All right, we'll, Carson, you're up next. So yep, hello, you, and and hope to see you soon. All okay. right, thank you. Bye. You know, I've got some really cool news on my podcast that I need to share. Okay, so one of the things I want to do with this podcast is to grow the game. And like I mentioned with Lori, you know, the reason I do this, I have a passion for it. I want to be able to 
talk with people, get people on the show, uh, get interviews, good uh, folks who, who know soccer. But I also want to have a chance, give a chance for folks who listen to the podcast to come on to the podcast. I've had many people ask me, hey, I'd love to come on to your show. And, you know, I, I would love to have you, love to have you. So here's how you can come on my show. I have set up a Patreon account. There is one tier. I haven't, this, this is it. This is, there's, it's, it's $5 a month. And every dollar that goes into the podcast will go into the podcast. You give me $5, I'm turning around, I'm going to put it back into this podcast. I'm trying to get better equipment. I want to go video podcast. I have some big ideas and I want you to be part of this, okay? And one of the ways you can do that is go to my Patreon account. So it's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com. So if you go there, you click on uh, you click on patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and you go on the search bar, put Tornado Alley. You can just start to do think you can tornado, and then I think it'll pop up. You've got Tornado Alley, it'll pop up. And you go there and you click donate or become a Patreon and you can give $5 a month to the podcast. Now, what this allows you to do and gives you a chance to do, it just gives you an opportunity to come onto the show. So everyone who does this has an opportunity. And like I said, to come on the show, what this $5 buys you is a chance to come on to the show we will have some swag here pretty soon. And once we get enough uh, Patreons, I will start distributing some swag to people. And if you do this, you will be eligible for the giveaways as well. If if you don't do that, which is fine, perfectly fine, you can do the following and still be eligible to come onto the podcast. If you go on to Twitter to go on to Facebook. Now, I don't have a Facebook account for this website yet or for this uh, uh, podcast, but if you're friends with me on Facebook, you share my post. Or on Twitter, if you retweet or quote tweet. So that means you can retweet my tw- my either my Patreon account, my Patreon link, or uh, retweet my uh, podcast for that week. That puts you in to the drawing to come on to my show. But I will say this. If you are a contributor, if you contribute financially with the Patreon, the $5, your name goes into the hat five times. If you retweet me or quote tweet, so if you quote tweet, you can, you know, it's like do the retweet, but you can, you can say, hey, guys, check out this episode. And it has my link in there. It has my Twitter uh, post. That counts too. You just can't like it, okay? If you just like it, that doesn't get you eligible. That's just, you know, that's cool. I love it. I appreciate it. But that doesn't make you eligible for the drawing. So if you retweet, you get your name in the hat one time. If you financially contribute on the Patreon, you get it in there five times. So that's kind of the extra incentive there. And again, I will, every dollar that I make on this podcast goes right back into this podcast and I want to grow this thing. I want to be, you know, I know I cover a lot for Tulsa, but, you know, there's a, a lot out there that I don't cover because I just don't have the time. 
just being honest. You know, it's it's a you know I've got diapers to change. I've got you know a lot of stuff in my personal life that I, that are more important than um, you know my family's number one. So I've got I've got to uh, do what I have to do there as well. So, but what I can do is grow this podcast by other means. So again, if this is something that's on your heart and you feel, Hey, you know what, for the price of a craft beer, uh, I'll, I'll become a Patreon and help. Oh, my old pal Raj out. I'd appreciate it. Very gracious. If you decide to do that. Thank you. If you just retweet my tweet, uh, retweet, quote, tweet, share on social media. Thank you so much for that. That helps bring this podcast to potentially more folks who would be interested. And if you're somebody that is interested in being a sponsor, holler at me uh, on Twitter, uh, either at Tornado Alley SPC at gmail.com or ROGMAN99 at gmail.com and we can work those details out as well. Great stuff. Thank you again for listening and being someone who uh, I get. I, I talk to a lot of folks who listen. It's, it's greatly appreciated, and I love doing this. this is, I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Love talking to folks about soccer. Okay, folks, and like I mentioned with the Patreon, if you sign up, you'll have five chances to be on the podcast, and this will be a monthly drawing. So we'll, I'll announce the date of the drawing. We'll maybe make it at the end of April. And I know, yeah, we're May. I'm sorry, we're at the end of March. So you're like, well, if I sign up for March and then I pay April, we won't have a drawing for March. Well, if you go ahead and sign up in March, you will have five more chances. So you'll have March and then April 5 and 5. And when I talked about the one retweet, for every retweet that you give for each episode, you will get a chance to be in the drawing. So you could have a potential for nine times. Well, this for for April, you'd have a chance for 14 chances to be on the podcast. So that is the plan with the Patreon so for you folks who are interested, please sign up. Uh, I, I would be greatly appreciated for any um, for your donation there, and for your partnership. Also, for any retweets, it's all good. I appreciate it. All right, folks, that will wrap this show up for this week. Special thanks to Lori Scholl and Carson Merck with Dynamo Theory for their time on the podcast. Again, you can find me on Twitter, R-O-G-M-A-N-9-9, also under Tornado Alley SPC, on both on Twitter. They're both me. I tweet from both. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and, of course, SoundCloud. And my website is on the BGN, the Beautiful Game Network, bgn.fm, and special thanks to those folks with their help on this podcast. Everyone, we'll see you next week. Good luck this weekend to all those out there for the next next weekend's matches. God bless you. Take care. <laughs>